Good morning and welcome to Emily in the Morning. This is the podcast in which I share my morning cup of coffee with a poem by Emily Dickinson. And I share that poem with you. Today we have the one that begins, Morns like these we parted. Morns like these we parted, Noons like these she rose, Fluttering first, then firmer, To her fair repose. Never did she lisp it, It was not for me. She was mute from transport, I from agony. Till the evening nearing, One the curtains drew, Quick, a sharper rustling, And this linnet flew. So this is a short poem, right? Not, well, it's not the shortest, but um, just three stanzas here. And we don't really get the main image of the poem. We, we grasp it, we get these little glimpses, little fragments of it until the last line, and this linnet flew. And then we realize in retrospect, the whole thing was the poet looking at and being in conversation with, almost being at one with, you might say, this bird, this linnet. And so, to the poet, who has apparently only seen this bird um, for one day or a short amount of time, this has been such an important impression. In the first stanza, in those first two lines, morns like these we parted, noons like these she rose. The poet here is comparing all the other mornings and noons to that one day, that one time, when she saw the little bird which entranced her so deeply. Um, fluttering first and firmer to her fair repose and the flutterings where we sort of get the bird image start to dawn on us and then it makes of course much more sense in retrospect the second stanza is about how the bird was silent never did she lisp it it was not for me i think dickinson here is referring to the bird's song right she saw this bird she was entranced by it as it fluttered and then flew up into the air to its nest but there was no noise it was a completely silent experience and she seems to understand that in a unique way. She says she, presumably meaning the linnet, um, was mute from transport. So she's busy flying, right? She's can't say anything and flying at the same time. Um, but then there's also the sense of the word transport, in which you might say someone's like transported by a feeling or an emotion. We almost get the sense that the bird is so excited and caught up in the flying that she cannot express that in her song. And I from agony, this is one of the most interesting lines, the last line of the second stanza. Um, so there's I and there's the dash from agony, dash. So we can still, we're still, we still have that mute in our minds from the previous line. So I think we can assume that I, the speaker, is being mute, but rather than being from transport, it's from agony. And this is where we get a sense of longing in the poet, where she just wishes that she could be in the air like that, be free like that. And it's just an agony to her, even as she watches the, the transportation of the bird, right? It's an agony to her to see it and not to be able to do it herself. And then she says in the evening, so that night, she won, we can assume that means that it's the person here, <laughs> um, the curtains drew, draws back the curtains, and she looks and she sees outside her window the linnet flying past, right? And I think in the ending, somehow she's now joined the linnet. She's not in agony anymore. We've got exclamation marks here, two, three in the last two lines, right? So we've got quick exclamation point, um, a sharper rustling exclamation, and this linnet flew, and it ends on an exclamation. And whether she means the linnet that is the bird or herself, we can't quite tell. 
I think that's where Dickinson intends to leave us. So that is where I will leave you today.